Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there and welcome to The Syrupcast. The Syrupcast is a podcast by Mobile Syrup, Canada's largest independent tech website, in which we look back at the week that was in Canadian telecom and tech news. This is episode 174. We're recording it on Thursday, June 28, 2018. Uh, By the time you listen to this podcast, it will be Canada Day. So happy Canada Day, 151. This week, I'm joined by Mobile Syrup reporter, uh, or staff reporter, excuse me, Samir Chabra. Samir, how are you? I am quite well, Igor. How are you? I've been better. I've had to go through quite an ordeal this week. I scratched my uh, cornea on Sunday. Uh, It was not a great experience. And let me recommend to people, avoid uh, flowers if you can, because that's the silliest. uh, It's how I scratched my cornea. I went to buy flowers for my friend's birthday. I asked for them to be wrapped when the lady handed me the florist, I should say, handed me the flowers in a what can only be described as an act of God, I'm sure, the uh, the bouquet hit my eye and then there was much sadness in the world. Anyway, that's my pontification for this week. We're not here to talk about flowers and scratch corneas. We're here to talk about the BlackBerry Key 2, potentially the Shaw uh, quarterly earnings. They released their Q3 earnings, I believe, this morning. Q3 2018. Yeah. Um, but Samir... You're on the podcast because one, you're an amazing human being, and two, you reviewed the BlackBerry Key 2 for Mobile Syrup. Tell us about the BlackBerry Key 2, because I think that's a phone that, um, whether they want to admit it or not, a lot of Mobile Syrup readers are interested in. So I'm going to start by saying thank you so much for that wonderful compliment. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's the nicest thing that you've ever said about me, to me, to my face anyway. <laughs> I've said many wonderful things to your face. But uh, yeah, so the BlackBerry Key 2. What, what is there to say about the BlackBerry Key 2 that really wasn't already covered in Teddy's review of the 2017 BlackBerry Key 1? Mm-hmm. So let's go over some basic specs. Display. It's got a 4.5-inch IPS LCD display, mm-hmm. 1620 by 1080 pixels, 3 by 2 aspect ratio. Is that the same as the Key 1? Yes, that is the same display that's on the Key 1. Is it the same panel? I'm not entirely sure that it's the same panel because the Key 2's display is a little bit sharper. It's a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a Snapdragon 660. It's got 6 gigabytes of RAM, and it has 64 gigabytes of storage in Canada, and some regions will be receiving a 128 gigabyte model. Now, I'm going over all of those specs, and I'm ignoring one very important number, and that is the BlackBerry's cost. So, Igor, I want you to guess how much the Key 2 costs, and I think you already know the price, so let's, let's pretend you don't know. Mm-hmm. But based on the numbers that I told right. you, how much do you think the BlackBerry Key 2 costs unlocked outright? Well, you know, um, I'll play at ignorance, but given that it's a Snapdragon 660, um, you know, this is almost approaching Android One territory. Not quite there, but uh, you would expect like four hundred, six hundred dollars unlocked would be reasonable. And you're just smiling at me um, and laughing. One might say manically. Uh, 
Why is that, Samir? I'm laughing manically. Uh, uh, I am laughing with mania yeah. because the BlackBerry Key 2 costs an incredible $829.99 outright. Mm-hmm. But you can get it for about $100 on a two-year contract with Rogers, Telus, and Bell. So it is a costly device. And now, listeners, you probably can't see this because, of course, you know, you can't see Igor. But his this eyes makes amazing just, radio. just opened wide. It was, it's, it's descriptive audio. That's what we do. Because it, <laughs> it, it is a lot of money for what is, in effect, an upper mid-range smartphone. Now, I say upper mid-range smartphone and not mid-range because we've gotten to the point in the cell phone, smartphone industry where we have to specify lower range, upper range, and then, like, basic tier. Well, um, you know, it's always interesting, like, the market for these. Um, so, two points, actually. And the first point is, I believe at most carriers, you can already buy the S9, uh, not the Plus, but the regular S9, for, if not $0 up front, uh, certainly somewhere within the range of $100. Uh, you know, so that is a vastly more capable phone than the... Um, the key two obviously you know it doesn't have a keyboard it doesn't have a keyboard and truth be told the blackberry key two's keyboard is lush it is a premium keyboard mm-hmm. i'm talking this is a keyboard back in the old days you know back in 2008 mm-hmm. when blackberry was making the bold and where every single bay street attorney financial advisor had to have a blackberry it is a wonderful physical keyboard mm-hmm. is that keyboard worth the extra three to four hundred dollars tacked on to the price of what is an upper mid-range smartphone I'm not really quite sure it's worth that much extra money. Right. And so the interesting, the second point I wanted to raise is it's more expensive than the OnePlus 6. Um, And I know, obviously, it's not an apples to apples comparison uh, in the sense that, you know, this is a subsidized device, or at least you can get it subsidized. Um, But they're both made by Chinese manufacturers, right? Uh, Both manufacturers, you know, TCL, uh, the company that owns the BlackBerry branding in North America, at least, um, they just announced today, and I think this is a it's a pertinent point that they're coming into the Canadian market, and their kind of claim to fame in the television market is they can make really great Ultra HD TVs for about $400 to $500, right? So um, certainly this is a company that has the means to produce these products at the same uh, price as OnePlus, and that's kind of OnePlus's competitive advantage compared to its, uh, you know, kind of, it's different when you're a Chinese company in China as opposed to, you know, Apple or uh, Samsung manufacturing in Sam- in China, excuse me. Um, so, I don't know. What was so, uh, where I'm going with that is, is this a phone that you would recommend to people? Okay, so I have to be very careful when I say this because, of course, as you know, Igor, there are a number of metrics by which people design smartphones and a number Mm -hmm. of metrics by which people desire smartphones. What are the main three metrics that I typically say? Well, a good phone has to have a good screen, a good phone has to have a good processor, and a good phone has to have a good camera. Uh, Or I guess in the case of dual camera phones, two good cameras. Um, This device has a good screen. Is it a great screen? It is not. It, again, it's, it's an LCD display. It's an IPS LCD display. And that's fine because we know that there are devices that have good and honestly incredible IPS LCD displays. 
the iPhone 8, for example. The essential phone, a, a device uh, that, that lacks a, a, an incredible camera, but certainly has a great screen. Uh, in fact, even the uh, Huawei P20 Pro, I, I thought it was an OLED display. It's not. It's an IPS LCD display, and that is a sharp, sharp display. And then we move on to camera. Uh, can the BlackBerry Key2's camera compare with something like the Galaxy S9? No, it cannot. Can it compete with the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 8? It absolutely cannot. Can it compete with the P20 Pro? It can't. It is miles out of the same league as the Google Pixel 2 and the Google Pixel. So cameras out for the count, and then we have the processor. And thankfully, processors are really just a matter of numbers. There's, you don't have to worry about, oh, is this photograph uh, sharp for my eye? Is it blurry for my eye? Is it too saturated for my eye? No. The numbers simply speak for themselves. The Snapdragon 660 is a zippy processor, but it, it, it can't compete with something like the 845. And that's what I mentioned in the review. I mentioned mm -hmm. three specific marks where the key two loses, and that's screen, camera, and processor. Because it's an $830 smartphone that can't compete with other $800 smartphones. It can't compete with $900 smartphones. And it certainly can't compete with the $1,000 smartphones. But it's a flagship device. It's a flagship device that is manufactured by a Chinese company, but it's, it's a brand that used to mean something in the Canadian space. It used to mean something really in the global space. And sadly, the Key2 is not a smartphone that I can, that I can actively recommend to people. It's got a great keyboard, though. So mm -hmm. if you want a physical keyboard, then that's, that's your smartphone. But if you want a physical keyboard, honestly, the Key1 is at a subsidized cost right now, and it's more or less the same in terms of quality. Right. The additional consideration I would put forward with specifically with Android devices is what is the hardware manufacturer's software uh, release uh, pass been like? How have they been with maintaining that? And, you know, the more and more we see kind of the BlackBerry brand under the TCL ownership, the less the kind of security promise rings true to me. And the reason I say that is, sure, there are all these kind of in, quote unquote enhancements right? Like BlackBerry Dex. Um, but, you know, the key one is still waiting on Android Oreo, right? The key one and the motion are still waiting on an 8.0 and 8.1 update. That's true. Mm -hmm. But to that subject of security, um, and it's important that we draw a distinction, TCL hasn't been very good at uh, delivering software version updates, mm -hmm. but they have been very good at delivering Android software security updates. And every mm -hmm. month since the Key One and the Motion have been released, you've been able to expect a BlackBerry Key One or BlackBerry Motion monthly security update. Mm -hmm. So you've got that covered, but mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. The added security features that come with an actual version update, the added features that come with those specific version updates have yet to be released. Now, mm -hmm. at the time of recording, I believe that we know that the Key One is actively receiving uh, Android Oreo updates, 8.0 or 8.1 updates. I'm not so sure about the motion. But TCL executives, when I went to the pre-briefing uh, about a month ago, told me that around the time that the uh, BlackBerry Key 2 is set to receive an Android P update, and it is set to mm -hmm. receive a P update, the other devices will most likely receive an Oreo update. Mm -hmm. Additionally, what I did want to bring up with uh, related to that was um, what is... TCL's promise in terms of how long they plan to support the device in terms of software updates and then security updates because uh, with the Priv, you know, we saw that stop. Now, granted, this the Priv was the last BlackBerry, like BlackBerry Waterloo device. Uh, that kind of stopped after two years. Um, what is their promise with the BlackBerry Key 2? I believe that TCL has said that they're going to support up to two years, or, or rather not two years, but up to two letters of Android 
and mm-hmm. up to two or three years of security updates. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, the issue there isn't um, necessarily that they're going to be supporting these two letter updates uh, or these three years of security updates. It's when these devices will receive those updates. Mm-hmm. Now again, like I said, the key one is currently in the process of receiving an Android Oreo update. The motion, not so much. It, 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 it's, there doesn't seem to be an announcement regarding that. But again, both devices have been receiving monthly security updates. Right. So I think in like across the board, um, it seems that this is a tough pill to swallow or it's a tough proposition anyway. What has been kind of the response from readers to the review? Our readers have sort of been fluctuating between being flabbergasted about that price point, Mm -hmm. but also justifying that price point sort of by the physical keyboard aspect. Um, Mm -hmm. They seem sort of that being said, they do seem that they're in the camp of not necessarily considering buying the smartphone simply because, again, there are better smartphones out there that either cost just a little bit more, that cost the same, or that cost less once you factor in the carrier subsidy. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the way forward for TCL slash BlackBerry here? Um, Do they have, I mean, is this a winning strategy to get some kind of foothold in the marketplace? It's a strategy. Uh, I'm not really sure that it's a winning strategy. I think what TCL really needs to consider is if they're going to release an upper mid-range smartphone, they should price it at an upper mid-range price point. Don't release a Snapdragon 660-powered device and sell it for $830. Sell it for $600. Is that still a lot of money? Absolutely. But at least then when you factor in the carrier subsidy, it becomes a little bit more manageable. And certainly, when you compare it to other similar devices, you don't have to say, well, you know, this one BlackBerry-branded smartphone costs an arm and a leg, whereas this one Asus upper-mid-range smartphone doesn't. Clearly, the option is the Asus smartphone. Because the truth is, the Key 2 does have a number of advantages over similar upper-mid-range devices. Now, you brought up the OnePlus 6, and of course, we can't call that an upper-mid-range smartphone. That is a flagship phone with a wonderful upper-mid-range price. But what makes the Key 2, in terms of software, so appealing is that it is running pretty much stock Android. The Key 2 is running pretty much stock Android 8.1 Oreo with Mm -hmm. just a few additional BlackBerry apps that can be disabled, certainly. But they're also apps that you can get for your regular Android smartphone, like the BlackBerry Hub, for example, BBM. You can download those on the Google Play Store right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, I sort of got a little off track, but my point is there are reasons why you may want the BlackBerry Key 2 as an upper mid-range device, but not really as a as a flagship device. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that's a good place to stop with the uh, the key two. Um, this week, we're just going to keep it short. Uh, we're in a rush to prepare for Canada Day. Uh, so first of all, I wanted to thank you again, Samir, for jumping on the podcast. Uh, I know this was somewhat unexpected. Do you have any shout outs this week? Um, well, of course. Besides viewer experience, this is a viewer experience me. week. Yes. Um, do I have any shoutouts? That's a good question. I am going to play the game where I pass and then take a break to think of something. So, Igor, do you have any shoutouts? Yeah. Um, first of all, I will say um, I was supposed to be on viewer experience this uh, week, but due to my injury, I was uh, not able to. And I'm really sad because The Incredibles 2 is a very much worth your time to see. And it's something that I think. Is that merits a lot of thought and discussion. Um, if you, I know Brad shouted it out uh, two weeks ago, but if you do get a chance to go see The Incredibles 2, do it. It's like, even if you're like myself and don't really like um, superhero movies, which this is the movie for people who don't like superhero movies, I think is the best way because it is actually critical of the idea of superheroes. And, um, you know, maybe it kind of it asks like, 
would the world actually be a better place with superheroes among other things certainly um but for much more in-depth discussion check out the wonderful viewer experience podcast i'm hoping to be on it soon hopefully i don't suffer another eye injury um samir have you thought of something I have. And truth be told, I thought of this when you asked me, but I thought maybe I'd skip it. But you know what? I'm going to say it. My shout out is to Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, Anthony Kennedy. Um, We are very sad to see you go, sir. Um, Granted, there were some decisions where, you know, you didn't necessarily vote in favor of, you know, the people who would need those protections. But my goodness, um, thank you for your service. And I sincerely hope that your replacement is as unilaterally supported as you were that's that's asking for a lot but you know dare to dream um samir where can people find you online you can find me at mobilesyrup.com or you can find me on twitter at samir chabra 94 and of course not getting away without this you can listen to me on viewer experience um i'm at igor bonifacic that's i-g-o-r-b-o-n-i-f-a-c-i-c um i'm also at kodachrome on uh instagram that's with k-o-d-o um, you can find Mobile Syrup, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, at Mobile Syrup. Um, and of course, there's MobileSyrup.com, pretty great site if you're looking for advice on whether to buy the Key 2, for instance, on Shaw's earnings this morning, or just for general smartphone and telecom advice in Canada. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week, and have an amazing Canada Day. I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.